You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of This is Oklahoma. Mike Hearn here, your host, back with another episode. Um, I have with me today Jen Snow. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Chef's Feast. I'm really excited that Regional Food Bank are doing another Chef's Feast. Obviously, a little different this year, as you can imagine, with COVID um, still going on and, and everyone being safe. So, before we dive into Chef's Feast and why you're involved and why you love it, mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do, and, and you know why you do it uh my name is jen snow um i'm a military brat so i'm kind of from all over i ended up in oklahoma because i graduated from the university of oklahoma and told my parents wherever i went to college that's where i was going to stay for the rest of my life Uh, i own june bug catering we do meal prep for people uh primarily low carb and keto meals but we can do just about any other kind of meal um and i primarily started that um, because it's named after my grandpa's nickname, which is Junebug. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was diabetic and could never find, you know, yeah. foods that he really enjoyed eating. Right, yeah, especially back then. Right, yeah. I mean, he passed away in 93, and so back then, you know, it was all like, you know, the low-fat, kind of like, everything yeah. t- tastes like cardboard. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Zero taste in anything. Right. Yeah. You know, and so that was my, that's my goal is to make you know, low carb or keto food that tastes like mm-hmm. food that you want to eat, you know, home cooking and, yeah. you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so going to the University of Oklahoma, what, you know, what was, what was you kind of focused on going into school? Was it catering or was it something else? Um, no, I originally wanted to go to school to be a medical examiner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then there I changed to uh, law. So I have a law background and yeah. then you know, did that for a couple of years. And sure. So, was, so went to law school and, mm-hmm. and did the whole, yeah. you know, the pantsuit and everything. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's pretty intense, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but when I graduated, I worked in like child abuse and neglect cases. And okay. So that's incredibly <laughs> yeah. depressing. Was that stuff that was kind of close to your heart growing up though? Um, yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's just, uh, kind of a long story short, my sister was abused by a babysitter. Mm-hmm. And so just kind of seeing how the legal system, um, it doesn't really protect uh, sure. victims. Yeah. And so just wanting to go into that and, you know, helping victims of, you know, that kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. So so while doing all this, mm-hmm. are you the type that you're kind of always cooking at home? You, like, love to cook, or is it a release for you to go cook for the family? Yes. Okay, yeah, just so as a that's release. where, yeah, that's where yeah. passion for, for cooking comes yeah. from then. Yeah, and so kind of whenever I was burning out from that, I was like, you know, what am I going to do for the rest of my life to right. <laughs> make <Yeah>. money? <laughs> you know, but I do, you know, I've always enjoyed cooking. And um, so, yeah, I went to culinary school. Yeah. After the, you know, that. In Oklahoma City? No, I went to uh, La Cordon Bleu in Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. Yeah. How was that experience? It was awesome. I just, I needed a vacation. So I decided. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to school. Yeah, Arizona. so I decided to take like a two-year vacation. much better than it is in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so I lived there for about two years and went to school and, yeah. you know, then came back to Oklahoma. I mean, well, you mean came back, right? Yeah. I mean, it oh, yeah. can't be that good in Arizona if you came back. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's just weird because they don't have seasons. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. It's hot or hotter. And it that's is. It, right? it, it's beautiful, but after a while, like, you must see some grass and have some rain and... <laughs> and football and some good yeah. college football. 
Yeah. So, so, so you go through all that, you, mm-hmm. you know, you, you come for school and then you change your major and, you know, because of family and just kind of personal experience, you mm-hmm. go down the law route, which is super intense, mm-hmm. uh, but you're making a difference, right? Mm-hmm. And then you think, you know what? I want to go back to culinary school. Yeah. Or go to culinary school and learn how to do this professionally, right? Right. And get rid of all the bad habits that grandma and mama's taught you. Oh, That's yeah. just how you do it. Exactly. It? Well, I mean, you do learn, you know, some better techniques, but then there are some things that, you know, it's just better the way the grandma right. does it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always. Yeah. That's the one thing. I mean, being out here, I miss my grand, my, my nan's cooking and my mum's cooking. I mean, yeah. uh, my mum before she, my mum's a nurse now, but she was a trained commercial chef before. So she used oh, to work awesome. at, yeah, she used to work at a, a Ford engine plant and cook for like 1,500 people. Oh, wow. With a team of, you know, team of, yeah. so cooking in massive, massive quantities. Uh, and then that's why I'm, I'm terrible at cooking because I never had to worry about cooking because my, <laughs> my mom was so good at it. I never bothered, uh, which my wife, thankfully, I have, a good, I have a wife that can cook. Otherwise, we'd be struggling between us because I'm <laughs> terrible in the kitchen. <laughs> Microwave and, you know, my George Foreman and I, I'm, uh, that's about, about as far as it goes. That's about the same for my husband. <laughs> I fear turning the oven on because I scare I'm going to burn something down. Uh, <laughs> So so Arizona, you you love mm-hmm. it. You know you you do the school. You you you're successful. You come back, mm-hmm. and then it's I'm going to start my own business, or do you go and work for somebody else? Um, I worked for a couple of different. Um, worked for a restaurant in Tulsa. Worked mm-hmm. for a caterer in Tulsa, and then um, really didn't have any interest in moving to Oklahoma City. And then met my husband on eHarmony, mm-hmm. and he lived in Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> And so that's kind of how I ended up. back then might have been strange, but now it's normal. Yeah. You know, back, yeah, we've been married, uh, it'll be 12 years this year. And yeah, I mean, back whenever we first got together, people were like, you met online? And now it's completely normal. Yeah. But yeah. That's awesome. So so you come back, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, you're doing the cooking stuff. Um, And like I said, you you didn't really want to come back to Oklahoma City, but you do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where, you know, where is that first job? And then what are you kind of doing for those first few years of cooking? Um, the first job here, when I first moved to Oklahoma City, was working for uh, Cafe 501, mm-hmm. um, the brand new one in Class and Curve. We opened, yeah. you know, I worked for that whenever it first opened. Um, worked there for a little bit, and then... Um, Back when they had actual meatball subs. I don't yeah. think they have them anymore. I, I used I to go know. there, and that's like that was my one go-to. And it was <laughs> it got to a point where like I wouldn't, I'd ask for it, and it was never on the menu anymore, but they would still make it. I'm like, thank you, because it was just amazing. That's uh, This was 2013, 14? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and then I left there. Um, my husband has a son, and so just, you know, working restaurant hours, it's just hard to do yeah. things with family. And then so I left there and um, was looking for a job, and I saw this ad for a job that was uh, Monday through Friday, no nights, no weekends, no holidays, and I really thought it was a scam. <laughs> and it ended up being um, the food service director at Dell okay. at the building yeah. there. So I worked there for, like, seven years. Yeah, They have two food service um, operations inside there, and... Mm-hmm. Had a little cute coffee shop and pastries and little sandwiches, you know, quiches and things like that. And then they have kind of more of a, you know, cafeteria style that has like the little sandwich place sure. and a grill place and, you know, then a home cooking station. Yeah, and yeah. yeah so, I mean, and it really was, you know, Monday, yeah. <laughs> Monday through Friday, yeah, no nights, no weekends. Yeah, it was awesome. Right, because everyone else is who's in a, you know, in a restaurant or their chef or whatever. I mean, they are working late nights and, you know, really oh, yeah. want to prep. I mean, it's endless, isn't it? Yeah. With the friends that I know that are in the restaurant industry, like, 
very hard time, you know, very hard it to get is. time off. So it peak is. season and, and now, sadly, I mean, hopefully they do still have jobs and everything that's going on. And, you know, with lockdown and people shutting their restaurants, right. it was not fun industry to being, right. sadly. Uh, so, so you were there for seven years mm-hmm. uh, and kind of got, I guess, the mass kind of scale of cooking mm-hmm. for people and, and a bigger variety and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, there I saw um, that there really is a need for you know, specialized cooking, mm-hmm. um, because there are so many people that have, you know, like vegan, you know, vegetarian, keto, low carb, mm-hmm. um, paleo, just, I mean, just a whole gamut yeah. of things. And there's a lot of people that don't want to provide those foods. I mean, it just, it's hard. It's not on your menu. It's, right. you know, um, mm. and so there it was a little bit easier because it's kind of a confined space and I could make up the menu and, mm. you know, um, we could kind of do what we wanted. So there's, you know, days where it was like vegetarian Monday or, Sure. You know, um, low carb Tuesday. You know, so there was like things that we could yeah. run. Themes that you could trial. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And just seeing that, you know, for a lot of people who have those specialized diets, they don't have a whole lot of options. Right. And so that's um, more or less, you know, that. And then coupled with, you know, my background with my grand- grandpa, um, you know, just think, I mean, he really didn't have a whole lot of options. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that'd just be better if people could have. You know, an option where it's not like, you know, you go out to a restaurant and you're vegetarian, so you just get like the side salad. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, like, uh, can I have dressing? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. You, it's, know. you know, it's especially, I mean, even if it's someone who is just on a diet, right? Like it's right. so, I mean, now it's obviously a lot, it seems to be more easily and more like socially acceptable and more common, I guess, right. for restaurants to have this. I mean, if they don't, there's something wrong, right? It might be right. a place like... Aishans, who's never going to change it. The way they are, you know exactly what you're going to get while you go there, and that's the way they are. And it's awesome. It is. You're right. And you know you're going to feel bad after you leave there, but it's totally fine. Exactly. Um, you know, institutions like that, right? Mm-hmm. They're never going to change, and please don't ever change because it's fantastic. But mm. people starting new restaurants, you know, it is, you have to have that, right? It's right. part of the restaurant. Now, you've got to have different options right to feed every i mean especially today's mark you know day you've got got such a wide variety of clientele and and you know it's you're right i'm sure you saw a huge opportunity for that Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so we've been um i started about three years ago and so when i first started you know there wasn't a whole lot of you know low carb options and you know keto options and that sort Mm -hmm. of thing so that's something i've liked seeing you know on the market now I mean, when you go to the grocery stores, there's, you know, low-carb bread and low-carb pastas. And, you know, people are trying to produce things Mm -hmm. now to where it does make it a lot easier for people to... To that point, I went to the grocery store yesterday, and for some reason, all the bread was gone. I don't know why. Um, Like, all the snow's gone as well. It didn't make any sense. But the two (laughs) breads that were left, and it was low-carb, and it was the thin sliced bread. And I'm like... And I kind of peeked around a little bit, and there was one slice of bread that was... It was still, like organic and had seeds in it which i'm totally fine with but it wasn't thin and i love thick like i have to have like that thick bread and i grabbed the last one so happy (laughs) you know and the rest are like everyone's there's like hawaiian rolls and all that stuff i'm like i want a hawaiian roll but i need like decent bread right (laughs) oh bread out here is crazy too i mean it's anyway yeah we could talk about market issues for that as well with bread and milk the last snowstorm and all the rest of it but it's insane (laughs) chaos uh so so seven years you're there you Mm -hmm. learn all this stuff you come out you think i'm gonna start my own business Mm -hmm. um while you start the own business are you still working there on the side to build it up or do you just go you know what i'm just gonna go for it no yeah i just i quit my job and didn't have a place to have the business or anything else and um you know, it's just one of those God things mm-hmm. where uh, I'd been out of work for about 
probably not even a month. And one of my friends that I had worked with previously at Camp Lockridge, I'd worked at a catering company mm-hmm. there, and she called in um, First Presbyterian right down the street here at 25th and Western, mm-hmm. was looking for somebody to work in their kitchen and provide like Wednesday night, their Kirk sure. night meals. Yeah. And uh, she was like, hey, you know, do you still do catering and stuff? And I was like, yeah. It's like, hey, we're looking for somebody to work in the kitchen here. And so that's just kind of, yeah. you know, that's... Just perfect time. Yeah, just kind of fell on my lap. And, you know, so we work out of First Presbyterian uh, Church, and mm-hmm. they have a big, you know, beautiful kitchen there. And yeah, so that's where we cook out of. That's so great, isn't it, to have, like, an, a partnership like that with a commercial kitchen. Like, because yes. the church kitchens, I mean... I mean, I, I've been in a few and they're amazing, yes. right? And they, like I said, they cater to you know to a lot of people. But for an independent person to go try and buy that stuff in their own space, I mean, it's oh. hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's yeah, it's you know, it's not cheap. Well, in their kitchen, I mean, it's honestly the largest kitchen I've ever cooked in. I mean, mm. it's probably like I would say it's probably three thousand square feet. It's huge. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's just myself and a baker. Yeah, um, I've got a baker that works for me, and she makes amazing you know low carb cookies and cakes and bread and. Yeah. You know, things that taste like the real thing and Yeah. So So you so you start there, you're working, you know, you got cooking for the Wednesday night and mm-hmm. then you think, hang on a second, I have a kitchen now. Yeah. You know, you start I guess putting it out there that hey, we can take on clients yeah. and, and you start doing it that way. Yeah. 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 We, I just I kinda like did it hand in hand. So basically the first week that we started doing the Kirk menu, I, mm-hmm. I put out a menu, hey, here's meal prep options and so we've kind of, you know, gone from there. Yeah. So so for the meal prep stuff, it's like people like myself, who, you know, or, or well, I say myself, I'm not nowhere near as busy as some people are that they can't have time to cook. Mm-hmm. If I say that I'm busy, my wife who doesn't watch this will tell me, will find that out that I've said this because <laughs> she thinks that I don't work. I'm like, I do. I podcast and other stuff. <laughs> but in the, in the general nine to five sense, no, I do not work very hard. Right. Um, but for people who do, lawyers, for example, like mm-hmm. you were, they don't, they can't cook or they have right. dietary restrictions they don't have time to go find the food so the service that you offer is like a preset meals mm-hmm. i guess for the week and stuff like that yep we have um a full week's meal so it's monday through friday breakfast lunch dinner snack uh, post up on our facebook page mm-hmm. and um it changes we have like kind of a four-week rotating schedule mm-hmm. so if you buy four weeks worth of meals you're never gonna eat the same thing twice yeah you know and so that's, that's a huge variety right and that's the other thing is that you know if you're trying to meal prep for yourself because um, i mean i have tried to meal prep for myself and you kind of end up eating the same three or four things over oh, yeah. and over and over yeah breakfast lunch and dinner chicken <laughs> right. and rice exactly <laughs> you know yeah so. Yeah, we. I mean, we do meal prep every Sunday for the most part, and it is. You're right. It's like three or four meals for the week, and you right. just kind of like ro- try and rotate them as much as you can. But right. inevitably, for lunch and dinner, you you know, and I, I'm fine. I, I could eat, I could eat like chili all day when it's cold. You know, whatever <laughs> it is. Like recently, there was a freezing cold. I'm like, I could eat literally the week's worth of chili every yeah. day and Same. be fine. Uh, but that's really cool. And so, where do you get like? You know, to, to maintain that variety, right? You've got to find, you've got to come up with new ideas or, or mm-hmm. find that stuff. Like, how is that process? Um, a lot of times it will be, I'll go out to eat someplace and um, we'll have something that's not low carb or not keto. Uh-huh. And I'll be like, okay, we need to ketoize this. Okay. Or I'll send, um, Maria is my baker. And so I'll send her, hey, do you think that we could like ketoize a Twinkie? Or hey, do you think we can ketoize a Ding Dong? Or, yeah. you know, just things I'm craving. Right. Um, you know, and so that's kind of where, you know, it kind of comes yeah. from. Yeah, and it's tricking the brain to it, right. right, with dieting. And it's like, you know, like if you can, you know, I'm currently kind of, I got 
a few days, well, I say three weeks left on, on one that my, me and my wife are on right now, but you know, it's tricking the mind, right? Yeah. Like if you can eat something that looks like it's a cake, it might even be a cake, but it is on your diet plan. <laughs> oh, it's the best feeling in the world. It feels right. like you're cheating on your diet, but in fact, you're not. Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, diets aren't easy, right? They like, aren't. They aren't. It's tough and, to do. You know, and that's why, I mean, we spend a lot of time tweaking menus to make sure that, I mean, it tastes, you know, like our biscuits, I want it to taste like a biscuit. I don't uh-huh. want you to feel like, you know, you're missing out. Yeah, definitely. You know. So tell me about Chef's Feast then. The reason that we're here today to talk yeah. about, you know, the Chef's Feast and everything that goes along with it. Um, when was the first time that you participated in it? Uh, my first Chef's Feast was two years ago. Okay. I was signed up to do it again, <laughs> again last year, but, you know, that didn't. Pan out. Sure. Uh, everything kind of shut down right before, you know, Chef's yeah, Feast last year. Yeah, it was roughly year. this time last year. Yeah, it? I mean, yeah. it was, I mean, it was kind of right down to the wire. We had, I had planned on a menu, but I hadn't gotten anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, we participated um, two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just an awesome experience um, just to be able to see the other, you know, the other restaurants that are involved, meet some of the other chefs that are involved. And, um, you know, I mean, it's just, it's a beautiful, yeah. you know, event and having all the patrons that are in there mm-hmm. and, you know, talking about food with, you know, people all evening. I mean, that's just like the best. Right. You know? right yeah, exactly. It's I like, mean, yeah, we stood there all evening talking about food and wine with people. So, yeah. you know, what better thing to do. Exactly. Right? You know, you get try other, everybody else's stuff and, yeah. you know, I mean, it's an awesome event. And I mean, of course it's like an amazing cause. Right. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, for those listening who don't know what it is, I mean, tell us a little bit about, you know, what exactly it is the, for they can, and I'll post the links to this in the description down below for people listening, but, you know, in your, in your own words, I guess, what, shortly, what is it? Yeah, this is, the Chef's Feast is the largest fundraiser for Regional Food Bank of Oklahoma every year. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, last year they didn't get to have it, and I forget the number, but I mean, it's like a huge, oh, yeah. like, multi-million dollar number that they lost out on, mm-hmm. um, you know, donations. Mm-hmm because they didn't host Chef's Feast last year. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Just like, I mean, the work that they do is just. Yeah, it's hard not to want to be involved. Right. Right, when you see the difference and everything and everything, like the difference that they make and how Absolutely. much, like it's, and I've only been involved in it roughly a year now. And it's, you know, it's something that I really would like to be involved in for a long yeah. time, right? Because it just, uh, unlike, I mean, there's plenty of organizations out there who do great things. Yes. Um, but food's such a, like people should have food, right? Right. You know, it's such a like it's you know it, it, yeah. it's such an easy thing to fig- to think. Everyone takes it for granted, right? Right. Um, and I was just uh, through being involved in it this year, I was a lot more aware of you know food insecurities mm-hmm. and, and the trouble that families have, and that you would never know because they, they, it's it's a prideful thing. You don't want right. to talk about it, right? Absolutely. Um, so so chef's feast is amazing, obviously, and and links to that will be in the description. Um, Tell me about the things that you made a few years ago then. What's some of the stuff that you made and is there one that stands out as a favorite? Um, so the theme two years ago was Mardi Gras. And so we mm-hmm. did a um, we did low-carb low carb jambalaya. Mm-hmm. We did a um, shrimp and grits, like a low-carb grits, which had the cauliflower rice and yeah. um, that sort of thing. But then we also had just the grits, which was separate and it was vegan and yeah. uh, vegetarian. And so we had also had one of the only... Um, 
vegan and vegetarian options okay. there. Yeah. And so that was another thing. We had several people that were at the event that were vegan and vegetarian and didn't have a whole lot of options. <laughs> right. Like, I was just going to get drunk the whole time. Exactly. Well, not get drunk, but we have mean, a drink. Hey. Yeah. But hey, it's a fundraiser. You have to have a good time. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. So we had a lot of people over at our table for, you know, those options also. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you know, you, you get into it because, I mean, just the impact's amazing. And, mm-hmm. and people listening who don't know what the Regional Food Bank do, please go to the link in the description. Just see what they do. Because, And if you don't give to a charity, please consider giving to these guys because it's just incredible. Yes. Um, so... What were the other ones that stood out to you at, the, at that time, the Mardi Gras then? Because it's quite a big, it's not just like two or three people, right? It's a lot of chefs it, there, right? Yeah. I mean, I want to say it was like 20, yeah. 20 tables, I believe. And the table that we were right next to, oh my goodness, I cannot think of the name of their business to save my life. But they won, um, it's also a competition. So, sure. you know, you win like mm-hmm. kind of best of show, you know, at the end, you know whoever yeah. had the best table. And they um, had participated for several years. It was a barbecue place, and they had an entire roast pig at their table. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, just, like, their whole setup, it was awesome. They had the whole family working there. Um, so, you know, just getting to, you know, kind of talk with them. Right. Um, I know Chef Curry was a couple of, you know, tables down from us. There are several restaurants, you know, but, mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, just getting to, you know, see what everybody else has. And yeah. everybody else's spin on, you know, Mardi Gras. Um Right. You know, I mean, it wasn't all like, you know, on the nose, you know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, just getting to see some of their, you know, like shrimp creole and, you know, other just twists yeah. on. And, know, and I'm sure like thing. for you as well, like to hang out with people in your industry mm-hmm. that are just like, you know, it, the good thing is that you get to be creative, right? Yes. Like here's the theme this year, go, you know, just go have a blast and try something crazy and, you know, and have a great time. But yes. also it's hanging out with people who are in your industry that, you know, everyone's so busy that they they you know, have time to go to a, like a, you know, like a, a hangout or whatever it is. You know, right. you, don't, you don't all get together once a month to, to chat and hang out and throw ideas around you. But this right. is something that you can take advantage of to do that. Yeah. Uh, what is the theme for this year? Um, I'm not positive. Have I know they posted that they, it yet? I, well, I know that last year they had talked about kind of just letting us be like open, you know, yeah. do what you would like to do. Okay. And I think that that's kind of what they're doing this Passed year. Is, you know, this year. Yeah. Um, you know, just bring whatever's your best. Yeah. You know. Well, so to that point then, are you allowed to say what you're bringing? Um, I would like to do kind of a dessert table because I think that that's okay. kind of where we shine is in our baked goods because, you know, that's one thing that's really hard uh, yeah. for people that are on low carb or keto diets is to sure. have. You know, yeah. real chocolate chip cookies that taste like chocolate chip cookies or real biscuits that taste like biscuits. Yeah. That sort of thing. So I, that's kind of more of where we're going to gear yeah. this year. For, um, to that point, like, oh, you know, I, I've tried vegan food in the past and tried my wife tried to make vegan food in the past. And we've had <laughs> plenty of times where, like, I've tried it and I'm like, I need to be nice to you because my wife and you put plenty of time into making this, but this needs to go in the trash. <laughs> and, you know, and, and she's, you know, she totally agrees with me when I say that too, which is hilarious, but it's not easy, right? It's Like not. it's tough and, you know, it's great. Thankfully you have a service and that's why you saw the opportunity is to do this and make it easy for people to do that who have dietary restrictments or just mm-hmm. want to try different foods and, and understand the health benefits now mm-hmm. of, of doing this or, or they're on the keto diet to lose weight. I mean, there's, there's so many so many different people who want this service which right. is great to see um, to that point how can people get in church how can they reach out and how can they you know see the variety of food that you have on offer 
The easiest way is through our Facebook page. Okay. Um, we do have a web page, but it doesn't load up the weekly menu every week. Um, but the Facebook page does, and so it's just June Bug Catering. Um, yeah. If you look it up on Facebook, there's only two of us, us and one in Canada. So, mm-hmm. oh, so don't, you're gonna yeah. don't choose the one in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Shipping might cost a little bit more than this one. Exactly. Yeah. yeah but. Uh, and so they they shipped out kind of like on a like first of the week or how. We deliver on um, Sundays and Tuesdays. So okay. Monday and Tuesday meals get delivered on Sunday, and then Wednesday yeah. through Friday get delivered on Tuesday just to ensure freshness. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. So they're not just showing up on your doorstep and you ring yeah. doorbell says your food's out front. You're stuck <laughs> in wait for eight hours. <laughs> oh, nope. great. Well, Jenna, thank you so much for coming in. This is, thank um, you. you know, on behalf of the food bank, I know they're, they're super pumped to have you involved again. Uh, yeah. And I'm sure that you are just equally happy to be involved because of what you get out of it, too. Gosh, right. Yeah. It's, you know, and I said this. I say this all the time. It's when you give back or you're involved in an organization, it's almost selfish how much you actually get out of it by giving back. It is. It is. You know, and I just think that, um, you know, being in this industry and being blessed the way that I have been, um, especially, I mean, even especially during the pandemic, I mean, Uh we do a a home delivery service anyway, so our business didn't really change. And so it's hard not to give, you know, want to give back. Yeah. You know. That's awesome. Well, so. again, thank you so much for coming in. I'm excited to uh, to see what everyone makes this year uh, and see some competition and hopefully you come away with a trophy. Yeah, it's awesome. We're excited. Awesome. Well, for everyone listening, I'll post the links down in the description below so you can go to Jen's Facebook page and go to the Regional Food Bank's uh, website and stuff like that and see the links for Shared Feast. But yeah, we will catch you next episode. Cheers. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.